The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz. Yes, it is the Mexican, not afraid to be American. I got to give a shout out real quick. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into things, and there's a lot to talk about today. I, I still have things <laughs> that we didn't get to last week. Uh, we've got to get into the new Trump indictment that's pending. Uh, trust me, folks, in the next few days, there's going to be a new indictment. Um, it's going to come out, and and I I told you guys, you know I'm a Trump supporter. I, I, I shouldn't have to say this, but just in case there's new listeners, because we get new listeners all the time, and, uh, and, and every now and then we get an angry listener and they drop off and that opens up a spot for a new listener. So whenever an, uh, a, a listener calls in and, or, or emails me and says they're never going to listen again, then I open up a spot and we take the next person waiting in line to be, become a listener. So we're always adding listeners. <laughs> so, uh, and of course, yes, David's looking at me. No one calls to tell me they're not listening, folks. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> and if they do call or say they don't listen, uh, that means they're even, they're listening more. I mean, it is funny that some of these listeners, but, uh. I've got a shout out for you as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yesterday I heard that, uh, Netanyahu had been rushed to the hospital and they were claiming from dehydration and I've, Listen, I don't listen to the news like I used to, mm-hmm. but I hadn't heard a word about it. Yeah, me either. I, I've I heard the whack job progressive party uh, part of the squad from D.C. You know, those Democrat progressives meant say that uh, Israel's very racist, a racist state. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> These people are numbskulls. I didn't hear that about Netanyahu. So hopefully he's doing well. Yeah, well, I, if anybody's heard anything on him. Uh, Text. Yeah, tec- text me, shoot me an email, get on Facebook, get on America's Web Radio. You can shoot me messages several ways. America's Web Radio is one way to do it. Uh, we're streaming right now on the America's Web Web Radio Facebook page. Uh, we may be streaming it live on my website, which is onpointwithvictor.com. Uh, there's several ways to listen to us, folks, and uh, but you know, and listen, you don't you don't have to be an ardent supporter of Israel. It doesn't matter. The, I mean, this guy is a, a world leader, and we we hope the best for him, and you should too. You should not wish ill will on anyone, folks. <laughs> I mean, we don't need to be tribalistic, and I'm going to talk about that again today. You know, I did a show a few weeks ago about tribalism, and uh, I'm going to talk about it again today, folks. But but there's a lot going on, and and like I said, there's a there's a, a an indictment, another indictment pending for Trump that's coming, and uh, it's it's gonna it's it ha- it's regarding the the 2020 election, um, inter- so-called interference. Uh, it's ridiculous, folks. But the point here is. And the reason why I remind people that I'm a Trump supporter is because I, I may be a Trump supporter, but I am not a sycophant to Trump. I am not a sycophant to any politician or any politician wannabe or, or, or any elected official. And you shouldn't be a sycophant either. So I can sit here, and as I always do, I will be honest with you. And I'm going to give you an honest analysis. And in a lot of ways, you get an analysis from me that you will not get from other radio hosts. 
yes, I consider myself a conservatarian. I, I have conservative views. I have libertarian views. Um, <clears throat> I, I believe in the Constitution first. The Constitution, to me, rules the day. The Constitution, to me, is a precious, precious document. And far too many establishment Republicans don't care for the Constitution. And no Democrat cares for the Constitution. So I'm not going to be a sycophant to R's or D's. So you got to understand that. So you get an analysis from me. You get an honest analysis from me, analysis from me that's based on what I see and yes, some of my opinion, but I'm always going to bring you the truth. And if I get it wrong, I'll correct myself. I'm not above being wrong, folks. It doesn't happen often, but I'm not above being wrong, but you're always going to get a truthful analysis from me and you're going to get a clear lens. You're going to get an American citizen, America first type guy. American citizen. That's the analysis you're going to get from me. You're not going to get uh, an analysis from rose-colored Republican glasses from me. You're not going to get an analysis from rose-colored Democrat glasses from me. Um, you're, you're just not going to do it. I, I, I will get. I'm not going to do it. I should say. I'm not going to give you an analysis based on any political view. I'm going to give you an analysis on what I think is right for people, what I think is right for the American people, what I think is right for this country, and and all of it. By adhering to the Constitution. And, and if our politicians would do that, we would be a way better country. And, and we wouldn't have it near the problems that we have today. But I will, I, I always will remind people, and most of it's for the new listeners that, uh, you guys know, you guys know, I support Trump. I've said this many times. Uh, no president, no president in, in at least modern history deserves reelection more than Donald Trump. When you just, I don't care about Trump's attitude. I don't care what he says. I don't care what he tweets. I don't care what he types. Don't care about that. I care about policy. And if you base Trump's four years on policy, he was second to none and he deserves reelection based on his results. He had one of the best economies. He had the most un- the the uh, lowest unemployment rate for Hispanics, the lowest unemployment rate for black people, the lowest unemployment rate for women, for Asians, all across the board. No matter your skin color, if you were American an American citizen, you were prospering under Donald Trump. Okay, if you were trying to bring drugs across the border or um, participate in human trafficking, child trafficking, uh, Trump wasn't a friend to you. That that's the kind of four years he had. He he was doing some. He did some good things, folks. He doesn't now. Was he perfect? No, <laughs> no, no one on this earth is perfect. No human is perfect. Okay. Uh, but as a president and policy, he did great. Now I say that because I'm going to say this. If you can't step back and detach yourself from Trump and say, in 2024, we have to win. In 2024, we have to do everything we're, we, we can do to win in order to help as many people as possible in this country and to get this country back on track, to get rid of this wokeism crap, to get to, to turn around the evil that is really kind of guiding this country right now. And I, I'm not saying that Biden and all the Democrats are evil, but I'm telling you what they're doing can be con- can be conceived as evil, whether they're knowingly thinking it's evil or not. But when you're telling young boys that they should be girls, when you're telling young boys that masculinity sucks, when you're telling young boys that 
it's not cool to be a boy anymore. When you're telling young boys you shouldn't grow up to be a man, you should grow up to be feminine. When you're telling young boys that it's wrong to be a strong male figure, that you need to be more feminine, that's wrong. That That's going to put us on a bad, bad road. And I know there are Democrats that are losing their minds over what I just said. But you've got to think about this logically. And again, take off your stupid political hat. Take off your stupid Democrat glasses and your dumb Republican glasses and look at this for the good of the people. There is no good outcome by indoctrinating young boys and telling them that they shouldn't be young men or or, or, or we shouldn't be teaching them how to be good, productive men in society and what it means to be a man. To, telling kids today that there's no difference between men and women and telling young girls that they have to compete against dudes because they're wearing a wig or they grew their hair out and because they feel like a girl. That so We're not only destroying the men, we're destroying real women. But the fact that we have a political movement in this country right now that is indoctrinating kids, indoctrinating young boys into not becoming men, and then telling young women, you may work all your life to be the best woman soccer player or the best woman wrestler or the best woman volleyball player or the best woman lacrosse player, uh, whatever it is, the best woman boxer, the best woman MMA fighter. But then you're telling those women, oh, by the way, at some point, you're going to get the crap beat out of you by a dude dressed as a woman who says he feels like a woman. And you're supposed to just be okay with that. You will fight and, and work your tail off all your life to get to high school, to get to college, to get a scholarship, to win, maybe to make it to to the Olympics on, on behalf of women. But you're going to get beat one day by a dude dressed up as a woman because that's what they're telling you today is the norm. And that mess is wrong, folks. I'm sorry. I will sit here today. I don't care where you sit politically. That kind of indoctrination is wrong. That's why this country is on the wrong. That's why I say there's evil in the country. That's why I say that. And that's why I say there's no way anyone with that can take off their political lens can say that Donald Trump doesn't deserve a second term because he does. Now, I'll say this. If Trump keeps digging a hole and keeps running his mouth about 2020, and I'm sorry, you cannot keep rehashing 2020 and think you're going to win in 24. You can't convince half the American people that somehow under your control, because you were president in 2020 during that election, and the Republicans controlled a little bit of Washington at least, and they controlled a whole lot of states – and you're convincing half the country that under that Republican control that they managed to steal the election from you. And now in 2024, when there's almost total Democrat control and in some of the states that were Republican control and now Democrat control, I'm supposed to believe they can't steal it from you again? I'm sorry. I just follow the logic. You can't sit here and tell me when you control things that they stole the election from you in 2020 and then in 2024 you don't control anything <clears throat> how are they not going to steal it from you again so you're already setting it up to if i lose it then it stole it and that is not a way to win so this is my problem with trump again i will tell you i think trump deserves re-election i think trump could be a great second term president but i'm starting to question whether he can win 
I'm starting to question whether he's doing the things need to be done to win. And I hate to, to say this. I hate to start out this way. Uh, but, but, and, and I didn't even mean to get into everything, but, but this is something I gotta put across. I gotta get this point across. Because there's another indictment. It's coming. And it's because Trump just won't stop talking about 2020. He's gotta stop rehashing 2020. I don't care if you think it was stolen or not. I don't care about that because there's nothing we can do about it now. And, and, and what could be done has been done. There are states that have fortified their elections. They've made their elections more secure and that's all we can push for. And then the Republican Party, the Republican National Committee has to be prepared to fight on level ground with Democrats. If the Democrats have legalized ballot harvesting, which they have, then the Republicans, you better out-ballot harvest the Democrats. You can't sit here and tell me you're taking a high road and let the Democrats beat you because that's what they did in 2020. Was there shenanigans? Of course there was. Did, did Joe Brandon, the dementia patient, get 81 million votes? There's no way. Did he get more votes than Obama? There's no way. But what they were able to do was they legalized ballot harvesting. They legalized the drop boxes. They did things where they could, let's just say, pad the votes. And the Republican Party, I'm not telling you to pad votes, but I'm telling you to if the Democrats are going to ballot harvest in a state, you better out ballot harvest them. And that basically means you go door to door and you find anybody that will give you that ballot and you turn it in for them because so many people just might not turn that ballot in. And that's what the Democrats did so well. They went and found every person with a ballot, and they turned it in for them. Now, I think there were some shenanigans there, and I don't want the Republicans doing that, but I do want the Republicans going out. And you engage in ballot harvesting. If you can't stop it, then you beat them at it. So you do what you have to do. You get your ground game. You do what you have to do to win. And I hope Trump does that if he's the nominee. But but what I want to point out today is there's another indictment coming. So how many indictments is it going to take for you to start thinking, I don't know if Trump can win? And and I know the ardent supporters, uh, like somebody like me, I'm going to support Trump. If he's the nominee, I'll vote for him no problem. There's no way I want Joe Brandon, dementia patient Biden, Biden screwing up this country for four more years. I don't want that. So I would crawl through glass to vote for Trump in 2024. But unfortunately, folks, the reality is we have a, a, a big segment. It might be 6%, 8%, or 10% of so-called independents in this country, many of them women, who will not vote for Trump. And the more indictments they get, the more they're not going to vote. Uh, some of the polling is showing this. And Trump, no Republican can win without independence. No Republican can win. So I don't care if it's Trump or if it's Tim Scott or Nikki Haley or, or Ron DeSantis or Vivek uh, Isaswamy. Uh, it doesn't matter if any of them were, were, were getting indictments piled on, uh, on against them at some point. The middle of the road voter, the independent so-called voter, uh, they're, they're gonna turn away from that. They don't want that kind of drama. So what I am merely saying is you might want to start looking and go, okay, how much drama is worth taking the risk to risk 2024? And, and we're in a good position where we have another really good candidate and I make no bones about it. I do support Trump, but I also support Ron DeSantis. So we're gonna have a decision to make. We're going to have a decision to make. Now, I will say this. These indictments are going to keep coming until Donald Trump secures the nomination. I, I, I told you months and months and months ago that my, my theory was that the Democrats and the, the, these, the DOJ and the, 
state prosecutors that, that are run by Democrats, that they are doing these indictments and pushing these indictments because every within, with every indictment, they think they secure Donald Trump as the nominee for the Republican Party. And trust me, the Democrats want Donald Trump to be the nominee because that's the guy they think they can beat with Joe Biden. Trust me on that. Trust me. I, I, I will, I, I would put money on this. Now, I hope it backfires on them, but I'm just telling you with indictment after indictment after indictment and the bigger hole that Trump digs, it's going to be tougher for him to convince independents. I, I don't, it shouldn't be tough. There's no voter in this country that can look at Joe Brandon Biden stumbling all over the place, falling down, falling up the stairs. How do you fall upstairs? He falls up the stairs. He's falling all over the place. He can't speak clearly. He can't speak for more than 15, 30 minutes. They won't let him speak because they don't know what he's going to say. That's your President Joe Biden. How would you vote for that again? Along with the fact that we've got higher, unbelievably high inflation. We've got an economy teetering. We've got people losing their jobs. Uh, now, if you want to go flip burgers and pump gas or, or, yeah, there's plenty of those jobs. There's plenty of jobs in hospitality. But what, what about the, 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 the job to, to, to step up the ladder, up the ladder, up the ladder? Those aren't, aren't, aren't here right now. Not in this economy. Not with the inflation, what it is. You got high food costs. You got gas still going up, up and up and up. It is harder and harder to make ends meet as an American today than it was two years ago or three years ago or four years ago. So how anyone in their right mind could look at, look at Joe Biden and go, yeah, give me more of that. Anyone who can look at the Democrat Party and go, oh, yeah, give me more of that. Give me more high inflation. Give me more high food costs. Give me higher gas prices. Force me into an EV. Force me to, to eat certain foods because you don't want me to eat meat. Force me to eat bugs. That's the truth of the Democrat Party. You can look that up. They want you. The Democrat elitist, they want you to eat bugs. Not them. You. They don't want you driving a car. They don't want you flying on airplanes. They don't want you doing any. They want to control every aspect of your life, folks, and it's time you wake up. It's time to wake up. But, again, I'm going to get out of sync here, but I just I, – I, I want you to understand that at some point heading into 2024, heading into primary season, you're going to have to make a choice. Um, uh, is it is it worth – uh, sticking with Trump, and, and a lot of you think again. I, I know many of you think it is, and and I, I again, I think he deserves it. But I'm I, I'm I'm an independent voter enough, or individual enough. I've got my own brain. I'm not a sycophant to understand that the more these indictments pile up, and I don't care. I know they're politically motivated. I know that because they want him to be the nominee, which is why we got to start thinking. You know what? Maybe, just maybe, Ron DeSantis is the better choice because Ron DeSantis could get in there and then Ron DeSantis can pardon Trump and get, and all that stuff goes away. All of it would go away. So, so I'm just telling you, keep an open mind. Keep an open mind when you're looking at Trump, when you're looking at DeSantis, keep an open mind. Because those are the, one of those guys is the guys we need in 2024. They can't destroy each other, folks. We can't afford that. And as, and as a, a voter, uh, support Trump. And if DeSantis wins, I told you, you got to support him. If you're a supporter of DeSantis, if Trump wins, you got to support him. Uh, but I'm just telling you, keep an open mind, pay attention to what's going on, and you've got to be aware of, of 
the realities of 2024. This isn't just about winning a primary. This is about winning the general election. It's about winning the general election. And ladies and gentlemen, we can win the general election. I think we can win with Trump. I just think it's going to be tougher. I think it's going to be tougher and, and with, with every one of these indictments. And, and ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you real quick about this, this indictment that's coming about the 2020 election. This whole thing is about, um, trying to, um, to reverse the 2020 election, trying to rever- reverse the results, they're not going to get Trump on this. Again, this is all pop and circumstance. This is all show because they want Trump to be the nominee. They're trying to drive his poll numbers up. Uh, they're not going to be able to get Trump on this because of one thing, frame of mind. Frame of mind. Believe it or not, I don't know the Latin term. But I bet Mark the Shark knows it. But when they try to go after Trump for for a uh for trying to for a election meddling or trying to to deny election results or trying to stop the the natural transition of power they're going to have to prove that Trump knew the election wasn't stolen and that's just not the case folks i truly believe no matter what what i believe about the election what you believe about the election i truly believe that donald trump's frame of mind he believes the election was stolen now you're probably going to see people like Giuliani get indicted. That um, oh my gosh, I can't remember her name. Who used to be a fantastic lawyer, but now her reputation is going to be tainted. Um, she's probably going to get indicted. Maybe Mike Lindell. I don't know. He's not a lawyer, so um, I don't know how they would go after him. I mean that guy. I mean he's just free speech. He can say what he wants. Um, but some of these lawyers that were around Trump were convincing Trump that, that the election was stolen. I believe Trump truly believed the election was stolen. Doesn't matter if it was or, or wasn't. I believe he truly thought it was stolen. And in that frame of mind, Donald Trump wasn't committing a crime when he talked about 2020. He was, he thought he was stopping a crime. That's it. That's that simple. That's why this indictment's not going to go anywhere, I don't think. Um, I think they may go after the lawyers around him, but I don't think they're going to be able to get Trump on this because Trump, I believe, he truly, truly believes the election was stolen. And, and you can't blame Trump for believing that. And I don't blame him for believing that. So even though all this mess about uh, voting machines and things, Giuliani and the other lawyer, and, and I cannot remember their names. Forgive me, ladies and gentlemen. But all the evidence that they kept telling Trump, they never could provide it. Every court case was thrown out because there was lack of evidence. I'm sorry. That's just the truth. That's just the truth. Now, I'm not saying there wasn't shenanigans in 2020. Of course there was. Of course there was. I've already told you the main part of that election 2020 that was stolen, it was legalized fraud because the Democrat lawyers outlawed the Trump lawyers, and they basically legalized fraud. They changed election rules, and that should have never been allowed to happen, but it did. So you got to be better prepared in 2024. So, but I don't think this indictment is going to go anywhere, uh, again, because Trump's frame of mind. Trump truly believes the election was stolen based on the evidence his lawyers were giving him. And I, and unfortunately those lawyers were giving him a lot of poppycock because they didn't have the evidence to back it up. And without the evidence, there's no court case and therefore the election wasn't overturned. But this indictment that's coming is is going to try and say that Trump was was criminally trying to reverse an election. They're not going to be able to prove that, ladies and gentlemen. I don't unless unless they have videotapes somewhere or recordings of Trump saying, "I know the election wasn't stolen, but I want to fight it anyway." Then they could get him. But I truly don't think that's out there. I think Trump really believes, based on what his lawyers were telling him, he really believed the election was stolen, and uh, and that's why this isn't going to go anywhere. But but the problem is. 
is the media is going to make it sound like this is going somewhere. It's another indictment. You've got another indictment that's going to come. This is the third indictment. You've got a fourth one that's coming from Atlanta. The the prosecutors in Atlanta are going to indict Trump on on the of Georgia election. And then there's there's I through through the Georgia RICO laws, they're going to be able to tie that to Arizona and and some other states. So there's going to be a fourth, maybe fifth or so uh, indictment coming for Trump. And again, I think they're doing this because they want to make sure he's the nominee in 2024. Uh, but you as a voter, you're just going to have to sit back and, and as we get through. Now, look, it's early. It's early. So it really doesn't matter now who you're supporting because it's early. Most people aren't even paying attention in the summertime. And honestly, I would tell you, you shouldn't be paying attention right now. You should go enjoy your life, enjoy summer. Enjoy. All this mess with politics, it's going to be here next year. It's going to be – I from this point on, I would tell you, turn off the news. Don't listen to this mess. Go enjoy the rest of your summer. Enjoy fall. Fall is one of my favorite times of year. Go enjoy it. And then Christmas, probably my favorite holiday. Enjoy Christmas. And then next year, when we get into January, February, March, then you can start paying attention. That's when the primaries are going to start. That's when we can really get serious. And when that time comes, then I'm just telling you to to take off your sycophant hat and you just assess the situation and then make your choice on who you think can really win in 2024. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Now, um, I hope it's 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 either Trump or DeSantis. Even though I'm afraid, I'm I know I'm issuing warnings about Trump. But ladies and gentlemen, for what we need to do in this country to turn it around, we're going to need Trump or we're going to need DeSantis. I don't trust Nikki Haley. I don't trust Tim Scott. I don't, and, and let me say this: I love Tim Scott. He's going to be a great president one day. It's just right now, I think he's a little bit too much in with the establishment nice guy stuff. And we don't need a, a, a candidate that's going to play nice with the establishment. We need a candidate that the establishment hates. And there are two people that the establishment Washington hates. They hate Trump and they hate DeSantis. And that's why I'm for those guys. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so that I, I, I didn't really mean to get, I even forgot what I was going to say earlier to start the show because I had something that was non-political that I was going to say. But, uh, anyway, folks, pay attention. Um, to to what I'm telling you in my analysis and and listen you can check out of the news you don't have to watch I'll do it for you I'll bite the bullet I will take one for the team and stay up on all this mess so I can do this that's why I do this radio show that's why I fill in for Eric Erickson I fill in for these guys and I do my show so I can tell you about the news so you don't have to watch it especially now in the summertime and the fall and Christmas time don't bog yourself down with this mess it's just not worth it it's just not worth it now before we take a break, which I'm, I already blew through one break, so I know we gotta come up to a break here. But before we do that, let me remind you, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to call virtual imaging. I want you to call virtual imaging. I want you to go to their website, virtual imaging. Just look it up, virtual imaging. I think it's virtualimaging.com. Go check it out. Give them a call. Schedule your heart scan. Don't mess with this stuff. If you've got any history of heart disease, if you've got any history of stroke disease, anything in your family, or if you just want peace of mind, go call Virtual Imaging. Schedule your free scan today and get peace of mind that you need, that your family needs. And just make sure, because this can catch heart disease early. And trust me, ladies and gentlemen, based on what happened to me three, four weeks ago, you're going to want to catch it early. I, I was teetering on uh, being with you folks here uh, a few weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen. I told you about it last show. 
Uh, so do me a favor, call Virtual Imaging, set up your appointment. I had a wonderful listener last week who who uh, who who called me the other day, sent me a message, and told me they called Virtual Imaging. They scheduled their appointment within 24 hours or 48 hours. They were in and got their scan and got a clean bill of health. And what a relief. What a relief. So I'm so glad that listener took my advice. That was a listener from Georgia. So I, and I've got listeners from all over that, that are also saying they're going to do the same thing. They're going to get checked. So do yourself a favor and get, get checked out. Um, it's a good peace of mind that you need to get and your family needs. So, all right, folks. So, uh, Legend Dave, do we need to take a break? All right, folks. We're going to take a break right here. You stay tuned. We will be right back. This is the On Point with Victor show. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on The Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the On Point with Victor show right here on America's Web Radio, our flagship station here in Atlanta. And a big thank you to all your listeners across the country. Uh, we've got listeners in just about every state, including Mexico. Uh, we've got, and I mean the country of Mexico, international <laughs> listeners and uh, listeners all the way to Spain. I, I had a couple of listeners and legendary Dave, you'll get a kick out of this. I had a couple of listeners last week from Barcelona that were, they were in the streets of Barcelona listening to the On Point with Victor show. So, I mean, I, I just, I can't, I, folks, you don't know how much that humbles me. It's just amazing the reach that we have. And, uh, it's just great. It's great. And, and we will just keep pushing along. And, and, and Legend Dave, you'll get a kick out of this too. Somebody the other day came up to me. Now I got recognized. And it's always funny when that happens. But somebody came up to me the other day and said, Victor, why haven't you been on Fox News yet? It's just a matter of time. You need to be a commentator. And I told him, Legendary Dave, the owner of America's Web Radio, has said the same thing. So to, from their mouth to God's ears, let's hope that happens at some point. <laughs> well, we've had some uh, very good results lately with uh, a lot of things that are going on. Uh, 
Dr. Don Moeller does uh, a veteran's place, and he's not only a dentist, but he's also an MD. And he was, he had a new patient come in and was in his chair and probably had both hands in the guy's mouth or something <laughs> and, and asked him, where did you hear of us? <laughs> or where did you hear of me? And uh, the patient is a veteran and uh, he said, well, as a matter of fact, I heard about you on a radio station. Wow. Uh, I think it's called America's Radio or something. Yep. And uh, that's fantastic. We're, we're getting more and more veterans are hearing about us. Yep. More and more veterans are well, doing something about we're, it. We're, we're definitely others. we're definitely the home of, of veterans because we we unlike the Democrats we think the most of our veterans and uh, and we will we will always be on the lookout and take care of our veterans and and as well as our our and we will hold our politicians accountable uh as much as we can but uh, but absolutely david that's that's wonderful that's one and it happens and i i will say this uh and this is the shout out i wanted to give earlier there's a couple of shout outs uh one is the appalachian gun club so I was up in North Georgia, and I'm not going to tell you why, but I was up in, I'll tell you, oh, well, maybe, we'll see. But I was up in North Georgia this past weekend, and, you know, part of my recovery is being outdoors. Folks, you don't understand, when I was in the hospital, I was in the hospital for six days, and and, and just not not being able to be outside and enjoy the weather was driving me insane. And that that was the worst part for me. You know, the the <laughs> what I was going through was was should have been the worst thing, but it wasn't. It was the fact that I could look outside and not be outside which drove me nuts. So so part of my my own personal therapy for my recovery uh, right now is going outside, and so and I love the mountains. There's nothing like clean mountain air, and there is no place like the North Georgia mountains. Uh, the North Georgia mountains are fantastic. If you haven't, if you don't leave the city and go visit, you should. You really should take a weekend and go visit the North Georgia mountains. They're just second to none. They're beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And so I was up there this past weekend. Now, if you've ever seen a show, if you've never seen, if you like barbecue. And those of you who know me, you know I like barbecue. Now, I can't eat as much of it now as I was, <laughs> but I love barbecue. And I love driving and finding barbecue restaurants. And that's one of the great things about North Georgia is you can go and drive an hour, two hours north of Atlanta and find some of the best barbecue you will ever find. Because the best barbecue in the country pretty much, and David's going to disagree, uh, is here in Georgia. Now, now I will say the best brisket I've ever had is in Texas. Not nobody anywhere on this planet makes brisket like the state of Texas. So I will say that. But as far as uh, chopped chicken and maybe some chopped pork and ribs, I got to give it to Georgia. So I was up. Now, there's a show on TV that I don't know if it's still on, but I know a lot of reruns are on. It's called Pit Masters. And it's, a, it's where these barbecue restaurant owners get together and they have a contest to see who is going to be the master pit pit master the who's going to you know be the trophy uh best pit master of barbecue or something like that but it's a really cool show and uh so i stopped in a barbecue place called bubba q's so a big shout out to bubba q uh i got to meet the the owner who was on pit master a few years ago i'm not sure if he won it or not but he's got tons of trophies he's won many and many of cook-offs uh, I stopped at Bubba Q. It's in Jasper, Georgia. Those of you listeners who are in Georgia, make a trip to Jasper, Georgia to Bu- Bubba Q. 
Go to his restaurant. You're going to be glad you did. Uh, great staff, great people. Uh, just everything about this restaurant was awesome. The owner, uh, Bubba, I don't know if his name is Bubba, to be honest with you. I just figured it was Bubba Q. Uh, he came out. He, he's, he's a listener of the Eric Erickson show, which he's heard, which he heard me because I fill in for Eric. And he's a listener of the On Point with Victor show. And they were just tickled to death, uh, to have me there. And, and I, I, it was great. It was great. So I had a lot of fun with them. So a shout out to them, but also a shout out to the Appalachian Gun Club because on my way back, uh, just south of Jasper is an awesome gun club that I stopped to visit and it's called the Appalachian Gun Club. And I cannot remember the two people who were there to help me, uh, a nice young lady and a nice young man. Um, now they're going to laugh because I said young because they're probably older than me, but, uh, they're, they were wonderful people and awesome listeners. Now they're big fans of the on point with Victor show. They're fans of the Erickson show. And, uh, it was just a pleasure to, to stop by the, this place is a beautiful gun, a beautiful shooting range. So if you want to find a good sh- shooting range and enjoy the mountains at the same time, then seek out the Appalachian Gun Club. It's awesome. And like I said, it's just just south of Jasper, uh, Jasper, Georgia. So uh, shout outs to them. So, okay, folks. So I got a, there's a headline coming across right now. Uh, 76% of the GOP expects Donald Trump to win the nomination. All right. This is what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. This is what I'm talking about. The, the, the Democrats, and the prosecutors, these, these Democrat prosecutors, they're, they're pushing these indictments because every time they do it, Trump's numbers go up. Every time they do it, Trump's numbers go up. Um, and, and honestly, I don't know if there's going to be any stopping Trump. And again, I don't mind Trump being the nominee. I just want to make sure we win. And at some point, we're probably going to have to just reserve ourselves to understanding Trump's going to be the nominee. Let's figure out how to help him win. And I mean, every one of you voters out there, I don't care if you're not supporting Trump now. I understand it. I get it. You work hard for who you support. But when Trump wins this nomination, you've got to be behind Trump with every bit of vigor you can muster because we have to beat Biden. And I'm telling you, with each indictment, Trump's numbers are going up. And again, this had just 76, 76%, folks, 76% of the GOP expects him to win. And I, as good as Ron DeSantis is, every time they come out with the, these indictments are, are the Democrats. Look, I have told you before. The Democrat Party is not a dumb party. They want to ruin the United States, and they're doing a good job of doing it. Yeah, absolutely, because they want a one-party system. They want a socialistic type of party, one-party system, um, and they're 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 gaining for it. They're working hard for it. I've told you, the Democrat Party plans. They take they they will take their time to reach their goals. And they're doing it. They're planners. They're planners. They're planners. That's why they love federal Washington planners. They love the federal planner. They want the federal planner to run your life. And that's what the Democrats want. That's why you can't support the Democrats. You cannot be for this party right now. They don't believe in freedom anymore. This is not the Democrat Party of Kennedy from from way back. This is not the Democrat Party of Kennedy. Kennedy believed in, in you doing what you could do to help your country. Kennedy believed in you being able to excel. Kennedy believed – that was John F. Kennedy. Today's Democrat Party doesn't believe that. Today's Democrat Party wants to tell you how to live, where to live, how to move about. They don't want you driving a gas car. They don't want you flying an airplane. They don't want you eating meat. They don't want you doing this, that. They don't want you to have choices for health care. They want you dependent on them. That's not a freedom Democrat Democratic Party. That is a authoritarian party. And that's your progressive Democrats today. 
That's them today. That's what they're doing today. They want to rule and control everything in your life. They don't want you to have free thoughts. They don't want you to have free speech. Which is the party that's trying to curb free speech? The Democrats. Which is the party that wants to censorship? They believe in censorship. Democrat Party. Which is the party that forced you to take a shot? Democrat Party. Which is the party that that fired nurses and doctors because they wouldn't take a shot that the government told them they should take? That's the Democrat Party. That's authoritarianism. So don't tell me you can't support Donald Trump because I just I just can't fathom that. Now, again, support who you want right now and fight hard for them. But according to all the polls, I mean, I don't think Trump is is going to be stopped, especially with these 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 indictments that keep coming down. They're just making Trump stronger. And unfortunately for DeSantis, as good as DeSantis is, the problem, folks, the reason why he can't get closer to Trump right now are these indictments. People want to rally against somebody they feel is being attacked. Now, at some point, maybe DeSantis can can do a better job of delivering the message on what I told you today. You really have to assess on how bad do you want to win in 2024 and how hard do you want it to be to win in 2024. But right now, 76% of the GOP is expecting Trump to win the nomination. That tells me that, that people are, are just starting to understand that they're tired, that they may be tired of the indictments, but they don't like seeing a president of this country attacked. They don't like seeing a two-tiered justice system. And that's what we're having right now. And so there is a rally to Trump. And I understand it. I do. I understand it. And so we're going to have to, We'll see what happens. I mean, there's a lot of time, folks. Like I said, a lot of people aren't even paying attention now, and I don't think you should. Uh, but when we get to next February, when we get to March and April, if Donald Trump is still pulling numbers like this, he's going to be the nominee. And we're going to have to find a way to get him over the finish line. We're going to have to talk to independent voters and all these other people who and the women who think they can't vote for Trump uh, because they're not going to be able to afford to vote for Biden. And 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 I hope. I hope, you know, there's a, there's this party called, uh, No Name or the No Name Party or, or I can't remember off the top of my head, but these fools are trying to get, uh, Romney to, uh, not Romney, they're trying to get, uh, uh, Joe Manchin to run as a third party, no labels. It's called a no labels party. And they're trying to get, uh, uh, Manchin to run as a third party candidate. And I think that's hilarious. And I hope Manchin does it. Because that's going to pull away from Joe Brandon Biden, and that'll give a home for some of these never Trumpers to go to, and should pave the way for Trump. I hope, I hope. But uh, but anyway, folks, I look. You just got to understand, Trump will be a far better president. We know this. He had a great four years. He can do it again if he's the nominee. He can do it again if he's elected. So don't be afraid to, to vote for Trump. Do not be afraid to vote for him. But uh, I'm telling you right now, I mean, it's the numbers that are coming out. I mean, 76%. I, I, nobody's going to catch him. And let me, while I'm at it, let's talk about the other candidates real quick. I mean, I'm totally going off of where I wanted to go today, but that's okay. That's okay. So um, some of you have been asking me, why isn't DeSantis? Now, in some states, DeSantis is getting closer to Trump. But there's still a big gap, and now there's going to be a bigger gap because of this new indictment that's coming in the next few days. Um, and and some people ask me what's what's DeSantis. They heard there was a shakeup. So let me tell you. So Ron DeSantis, when he got into the race, he made two miscalculations, and everybody makes mistakes. So he made two miscalculations. One was the was the Twitter launch. 
launching on Twitter wasn't the smartest idea. It was a, sounded like a great idea, but once that Twitter failed and Twitter, there was two. Now the good thing is there was so many people trying to get on that it caused it to crash. But unfortunately, when it crashed, that that's that's it. People were like, "Well, damn, this sucks. It's crashed." Um, when when I think in hindsight's twenty twenty. Ron DeSantis should have used traditional media to make his launch. Okay, so that was mistake number one. Number two is he he assumed getting in the race would stop other people from getting in the race. That didn't happen. So he's having to rescale his campaign. So, all right, let's take a quick break. Quick break here. When we come back, I'll get into a little bit more about this and where the other candidates stand. Don't go away. We'll be right back. This is the On Point with Victor Show. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let me jump right back in this real quick because we got to get to the. I got to get to the movie. I got to get to where you got to ask yourself: Why do the Democrats and why does the, the media, the mainstream media, why do they not want you to see a movie that exposes child trafficking? Why? And trust me, the Democrat Party and the progressives and the media are actively trying to get you not to go see a movie that exposes child trafficking. You got to ask yourself why. It's so messed up, folks. So messed up. Uh, but before we get to that, so here's the, here's the status of the race. So, so Ron DeSantis, you're going to see some changes in his campaign because when he got in the race, he was prepared to basically a two, for a two man race, him and Trump, because that's what the numbers were showing. Uh, and he thought when he got in the race that it would stop the other people from getting in the race and maybe some people would drop out. But that didn't happen. More people got in the race. So what's happening with Ron DeSantis right now is he's going to he's going to refocus his campaign to a broader campaign because he can't just battle Trump. He's got to battle everybody. So that's what you're going to see. So it's not it's nothing more than that, folks. It's just he wants to to maximize the dollars he's bringing in. Now, let's talk about dollars. So Ron DeSantis, they just hauled in. We, we got the new numbers on, on what these candidates are hauling in uh, donation-wise. Ron DeSantis led the way. Ron DeSantis raised more money than any other candidate, probably a few of them combined. Uh, Ron DeSantis had a $20 million-plus haul, and that's not even including his uh, super PACs. So Ron DeSantis is outraising everybody. Now, there's a reason for that, and that and that's that underlying thing where where if you ask a Trump supporter who is your second choice, they overwhelmingly say Ron DeSantis. So Ron DeSantis is the only one that's going to be left standing with Trump in the, in about six months, eight months. Trust me on that, because you don't raise this kind of money without being a, a formidable candidate. Now, Trump hauled in some money, and now he's going to – Trump should haul in a lot more in the next few weeks once this third indictment comes down. So he's going to be fine. The problem is where is Trump spending his money? 
Is Trump spending his money attacking Joe Biden? Not right now. He's attacking Ron DeSantis and he's spending money on lawyers. Now you gotta ask yourself, when you donate to Trump, how much of that money is gonna go pay his lawyers to fight these indictments? I'm just being honest. Don't get mad at me. I, I support the guy. But I, I'm being honest with you. If you don't think that these dollars are going to his lawyers, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. So that's, that's just, that's just part of, uh, for the course. With these indictments come more lawyers that have to be paid and that money's going to come out of the donations. So how much money is Trump going to spend on lawyers instead of spending attacking Joe Biden and the Democrats? You've got to ask yourself that question. You have to. So we'll see what happens. Now, Pence, Pence is at the bottom. I told you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Pence is a nice guy, but he's not going anywhere. He will be the, the Jeb Bush of, of 2024. I, I, I would be surprised if Pence makes it past December. I don't know what he was thinking to get in this race. I really don't. I really don't. And, and Tucker exposed him as the establishment guy he is. Uh, Tucker Carlson, I don't know if you guys saw this, but look it up. Tucker Carlson had a few, uh, was on stage with a few presidential candidates and he was just, he obliterated some of these guys. And unfortunately, again, I like Pence. Pence is a good man. I'm not going to vote for Pence. I don't want Pence anywhere near the presidency because he is 100% Washington establishment. We don't need that. So I, so I don't support Pence in his presidential run, but as a, as a good man, a good American, uh, yeah, he's, a, I support him. He's a good man, but, but, uh, he doesn't need to be president. Not, <laughs> not right now. Uh, we don't need that. We don't need establishment. And, and boy, Tucker really, I mean, uh, Tucker got on there and, and, and Pence went off. I can't believe Pence did this, but, but this is where the establishment is. The establishment believes and loves war just like the Democrats do. And they want the war in Ukraine to go on and on and on. They want to give more money and more money and more tanks and more of this. And Pence had the audacity to stand up there and say there weren't enough tanks in, in, <laughs> in Ukraine. And, uh, and, and, Tucker just said, you know what? You're saying a whole lot about your concern for Ukraine. Where's your concern for the American cities? Where's your concern for the downfall in American cities? And that was, that was a staggering statement because then Pence had to think for a minute, okay, well, of course I care about, and, tr- and of course Pence cares about cities. Look, the ad that Trump put out a cut up ad that made it look like Pence said his concerns, not American cities. Pence never said that. Pence said his concern is not just with Ukraine, but it doesn't matter about all that. What matters is, is the ex- Tucker exposed it perfectly. Pence got up there and started talking about Ukraine when he should have started talking about the cities. He should have talked about American citizens first, but he didn't, but he didn't. And that's, that's the, the, what to take from that is that's the establishment view. The establishment view is Ukraine is the biggest threat or crisis, not the fact that we have failing cities and American citizens are having a hard time living, a hard time making it month to month, a hard time budgeting. They're living paycheck to paycheck. And the establishment doesn't seem to care about that. The establishment Republicans, Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, they want the war with Ukraine to go on and on and on. And, and Pence showed that and, uh, and that's why he's not doing well. Folks, he, he barely brought in a million something dollars for donations. I mean, I don't know how he's going to be on the debate stage, but I know they'll let him on there because he was a VP. Uh, but I don't know how, uh, and, and, and Chris Christie going nowhere. Uh, Vivac, 
Listen, folks, I like Vivac. I like him. I would love to see him be president. I really would, but he's not going anywhere. He didn't ha- he didn't raise hardly any money. He wrote himself a big fat check. Now, kudos to him. And people should admire the fact that Vivac has been such a success in in this country, the United States. Vivac was a, was able to succeed so much that he wrote himself a big fat check to make it look like he has some donors. Look, I don't blame him for doing it, man. Put your money where your mouth is. I love it. I love the guy. I He would easily be one of my top three choices. Easily. But he's not going anywhere. He's not going to be the nominee. Don't kid yourself. Don't kid yourself. Um, Nikki Haley, <clears throat> again, not raising a lot of money. She raised some. Tim Scott, not raising a lot of money. He raised some. None of them was even close to what Ron DeSantis raised and what Trump raised, which is why I told you and I'm telling you now. This race is going to come down between Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. That's just all there is to it. Now, you know, anything could happen in the next few months, but I'm just telling you, folks, <laughs> the, 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 the money lies with Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. That, that's where the money lies. That's where the good bet lies. Um, and look, I, I think Tim Scott's going to make a great vice president. I think Nikki Haley would be a good vice president. And I think that's what they're vying for. None of these other candidates, they're not, they're not going to, they won't, some of these won't even make it to December and they definitely won't make it past March or April or, or June of next year. So trust me, folks, you hear it here. I'm just giving you an honest assessment. I'm just giving you an honest analysis. So, um, all right. Let me do this real quick before the show ends. Um, I, you know, I wanted to ask, you know, I, I like to ask, where's the manifesto? Folks, remember the manifesto? Remember the transgender shooter that killed three kids and a teacher or two? Two teachers, I think, um, in Tennessee. This transgender shooter who, who clearly has a manifesto on why they were doing it, which the media will not let you see. The government will not let you see. Why? Where are the honest journalists demanding through the Freedom of Information Act? Where is this? And where's Lindsey Graham? Where's Mitch McConnell? Where is Romney? Where are any Republican senators? Any where? Where's the Freedom Caucus? You guys should not stop. Every day should be started with trying to with getting this manifesto because it is the right of the people to see it. So I, I'm just I'm not going to stop harping on this until we get to see the manifesto and see in the words of that trans shooter why they did what they did, why they went into a Christian school and killed innocent people and innocent children. I want to know. The American people need to know. It is our right to know. So, all right. Um, okay. So. I'm not going to say much about the cocaine in the White House, folks. This story isn't worth my time because everybody knows, everybody on this planet knows that cocaine was Hunter Hunter Biden's. Either he brought it in or he had somebody brought it in for him. He put his little stash somewhere where he could run in and out and, and, and take a hit. Everybody knows it's Hunter Biden. Everybody, trust me. <laughs> now, I don't know for sure if it's Hunter Biden, but I'm just telling you, good money would say it's probably Hunter Biden, folks. I mean, the fact that he's not a suspect is ridiculous. He was there on Friday. Don't listen to the to the Democrats when they tell you they weren't there. They were there on Friday. They, it easily could have been his. Uh, I'm just telling you, folks, we're, follow the logic. Maybe it wasn't him. I hope it wasn't, but it probably was. The fact that they're in 10 days, they 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 went after a Russia hoax for over two years and you're telling me it took 10 days to investigate this and they shut it down with no suspects, no questioning, no camera footage, nothing. Yeah, whatever. Please. They know who it is. Trust me. They know exactly who it is. And, and, and that's, it's not worth my time. So, all right. 
Um, I, I got to talk about the movie Sound of Freedom real quick before we go. If you haven't seen the movie Sound of Freedom, go see the movie Sound of Freedom. This movie is a true story. It's based on Tim Ballard, who was a, a an agent for the Homeland Security, who left and went undercover to bust up a, a child uh, sex human trafficking ring in Colombia. This movie was done, I believe, years ago. Um, maybe they perfected it, but it was done uh, years ago. The media a few years ago actually reviewed this movie and they were all for it that was when the media thought child trafficking was bad according to today child trafficking is is a is a conspiracy it's QAnon. i don't even know what the crap QAnon is but the media is trying to tell you not to go see this movie about child trafficking it brings child trafficking to light it brings the sexualization of children to light why are the democrat party why is the democrat party and media trying to tell you that not only not to go see this movie, they're trying to tell you that this movie is a conspiracy, bunch of lies, and 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 some QAnon theory thing. I, I don't even know what they're talking about. But ladies and gentlemen, this is a true story based on Tim Ballard. Look him up. Look him up. The guy went undercover to bust up a child sex um, trafficking ring that was coming out of Colombia, and 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 and. This guy did some very amazing work, and they put together this movie, and this movie, folks, let me tell you why the media is freaking out, because this movie beat Indiana Jones over July weekend. This movie is getting viewership. People are going to see it, and they don't want you to see it. Why? Why? I got to tell you what. I Let's see if I got time here. I got to tell you, there's a dude, there's this dude named Noah Ber- Berlatsky. He's a writer that, that got, he wrote an opinion piece and got published in the, uh, in Bloomberg. And, and this guy, let me tell you, first of all, he writes in this opinion act and just trashes the movie and says that it's, uh, it's a thriller and it's a conspiratory and, uh, and, and all this mess about the, trashing the movie, not trying to, to, to not give any validity to what the movie was about, which is child sex ring. Um, this guy once served as communication directors for Protasia, which is a, a group that operated a chat room for what they call minor attracted persons. This chat room was open for 13-year-olds and older. So some older people, I guess, could talk to 13-year-olds because they were attracted to, as they put this, minor attracted persons. That's that's crazy, folks. That's crazy. Now, I'll tell you something else about Protasia. It's a San Francisco group. That wants to de, de- legitimize minor attracted people. So they, it's an organization that describes itself as a child protection organization that combines our zero tolerance for child sexual abuse with commitment to human and civil rights and sexual positivity. That's what they say. But the organization uh, or foundation advocated to the UN that computer-generated portraits of child sexual abuse constitute representation of child sexuality as opposed to the exploitation and abuse of children. I mean, folks, this is crazy. This group has also stated that sex offense registries don't protect children. I mean, that right there is all you need to know about this group. But anyway, this guy was the director of that group, and he trashed the movie. And then it turns out that he was with the group, director of the group that operated a chat room for minors attracted Persons. 
I mean, ladies and gentlemen, go see the movie. Listen, there's a reason the media doesn't want you to see it. There's a reason the Democrat progressives don't want you to see it. I'm not sure exactly what that reason is, other than we know an open southern border like the Biden administration has is giving fuel to human trafficking and child trafficking. And this movie exposes some of that. And and they don't want this to be on your mind. Because if you start asking questions and you start to learn the truth about child trafficking, it's going to lead you to the southern border, which is going to show you the Biden administration is doing nothing to stop it. All right, folks, we got to go. We'll be here next week. Stay tuned for Locked and Loaded. Roger B. I'm out. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.